Good morning, team. Hope it is Wednesday, April 1st, and this is not an April Fool's joke today. We're going to be reading a play about a famous environmentalist, Rachel Carlson. In order for you to understand that play, I want to read you a nonfiction article about mosquitoes because for you to understand Rachel Carlson, you'll have to have that background information. So here we go. The nonfiction article I'm reading for you today is called When Mosquitoes Were Killers in America, The Battle Against Mosquitoes and the Diseases They Spread by Lauren Tarshish. Here it goes. They bit the bejeweled necks of ancient Egyptian kings and sucked the blood of Mayan farmers. They swarmed Chinese empresses and feasted on George Washington's troops. What are these biting, buzzing bugs? Mosquitoes. And they have been harassing humans since, well, forever. Yet mosquitoes are far more than nuisance. They are also the spread of dangerous diseases. In fact, mosquito bites lead to the deaths of hundreds of thousands of people every year. Bite by bite. One of the most serious diseases spread by mosquitoes is malaria. It was once believed that malaria was caused by moist, foul-smelling air. The word malaria comes from the Italian words mala, meaning bad, and aria, meaning ear. This was a logical guess. Most people who got sick lived near swamps or marshes. And it wasn't until the 1800s that scientists discovered that air was not the culprit. Mosquitoes, which thrive in swamps and marshes and other wetlands, were to blame for making people sick. Since then, researchers have learned a lot about malaria. For example, they now know that of the roughly 3,500 species of mosquitoes, only a few dozen carry the disease. So how do these mosquitoes transmit malaria? First, a mosquito bites someone infected with malaria. A few days later, when the mosquito is ready for its next meal, it bites someone else. And as a mosquito jabs a new victim's flesh, malaria germs, known as plasmodium, enter the person's blood. Now, a little known fact, malaria mummies. Scientists found traces of malaria in a 3,500-year-old mummy, including that of King Tut. That's kind of crazy. So in this way, when you think about it, bite by bite, bite by itchy bite actually, 212 million people are infected with malaria every year. Many live in crowded areas where mosquitoes easily spread the disease from one person to another. Now those who become sick get high fevers, bone rattling chills, and painful muscle aches. Most recover, but many do not. Malaria kills roughly 430,000 people a year. The majority of victims are people under age five. So over the last decade, Much progress has been made in preventing and treating malaria, but as of now, there is no cure or vaccine that works for everyone. War on mosquitoes. Today, most malaria cases occur in the world's poorest countries, where medical care is often lacking. More than 90% of malaria deaths are in sub-Saharan Africa. But until recently, malaria was a big problem in the U.S. too. George Washington suffered from it. So did Abraham Lincoln and Civil War General Ulysses S. Grant. Now, in the early 1900s, millions of Americans were infected. The problem was most severe in the southern states, where the warm, wet climate provides ideal mosquito breeding grounds. Then, in 1947, 
the U.S. government declared war on mosquitoes. Now, the main weapon, this is important to remember because this will help you understand the play you'll read today. The main weapon, a powerful insecticide called DDT, which kills mosquitoes and other pests. Now, more than 4 million homes in the South were sprayed with this powerful insecticide, DDT. Airplanes dropped it over swamps and other wet areas, and some people used it in their homes and even doused their skin with it. Now, DDT worked well, so well, that by 1949, malaria was no longer a health issue in the U.S. Today, if someone in the U.S. gets malaria, he or she almost certainly got it while visiting another country. But here is the dark side to the success story. In the 1960s, Thanks in large part to the work of crusading nature journalist, and that's what you are. You are a nature journalist. Thanks in large part to the work of crusading nature journalist Rachel Carlson, scientists learned that DDT was doing more than ridding the world of mosquitoes. It was also harming birds and other wildlife and causing health problems in humans. DDT has been banned in the U.S. and dozens of other countries since the 1970s. And so the search for new weapons against malaria continues. I want you to think about that article when you read the play about Rachel Carlson. And the play that you'll be reading today is quite fascinating. It's about Rachel Carlson and how she used her writing and her reading and she just let the world know all about this very dangerous pesticide and it's called a poison sky.